God bless you, brothers and sisters. This is your brother Amado coming to you from Round Table Talks. And today we want to share a word, um, a word to encourage you, a word to lift you up, a word to uh, demonstrate the love of God. So let us go to Psalm chapter 40, a psalm written by David. King David wrote many psalms. He was a man whose heart pursued God's heart. And he was a man that had power, but yet he never allowed his physical power to take away the most important relationship any human can attain in this world, and that is a relationship with the Lord God himself. So David shares his intimate moment with us in Psalm 40 when he finds himself in a place that he describes as a place where is a pit of destruction, a muddy pool, a place where he finds himself being unable to escape from on his own strength. So let us go to Psalm 40 and let us have an ear open to hear what the Spirit says to us. And we read the word in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Psalm 40, verse 1. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. Verse 1 says, I waited patiently for the Lord. To wait is a virtue. To be able to wait patiently is a great virtue, especially when you know that the one that you're waiting for it has the power to free you out of the situation. Many times we make moves or we make decisions, but we forget to wait on God to move. We must all learn to wait on God to move. We need to be patient. We need to wait on Him and allow Him to tell us when it's time for us to go. David says, I waited patiently on the Lord. I seen Him work before, and I know that He can work through this again. And seeing Him give us many victories, and I know that he's going to make a way and he's going to present himself in a different way, in a major way, in a way that he's going to glorify himself. So I'm going to wait. Others could run. Others can go crazy. But I will wait on the Lord. Now notice who he's waiting on. He's not waiting on an army. He's not waiting on money. He's not waiting on his strength. He's waiting on the Lord. The Lord will make a way. He continues to say, He says, He inclined to me and heard my cry. The idea is that you go before a king and the king gives you an ear. The king says, I will listen to your complaint. I'm willing to hear what you have to say. Everything else stops but what 
do you need to say? And he says that the Lord inclined his ear to him. He came down and heard his cry. Now, this is not a tearful cry, but this is a calling, a yearning from within himself, saying, I need a rescuer. I need a deliverer. I need someone to help me get out of the situation that I am. And he says, the Lord, the Lord inclined himself to me. The Lord made himself approachable. The Lord made himself tangible. The Lord made himself available. The Lord made himself willing. The Lord made himself present so that I may be able to touch him, to be delivered by him. And the Lord, he says, he heard my cry. My is an individual term. God is concerned about you as an individual, as a person, as a man, as a woman, as a young person. He is interested in you. You matter to him. Yes, there's a lot of things going around. There's a lot of noises going around. But he is concerned about your situation. Your situation is not alien to him. And David said, he heard my cry. He heard my petition. He heard my case. And verse 2 says, of Psalm 40, He drew me up from the pit of destruction, out of the miry bog, and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. Notice the process. Number one, the Lord inclined himself to him. The Lord is like the Lord comes to where the pit is, listens to the what the sound of the cry of the of the person that's in the hole, just like the image of a sheep falling into a hole, and he hears the calling of that sheep, and he goes and as a as the great shepherd, as the great pastor, and he extends his hand into that hole. It says that he David describes this hole as a pit pit of destruction. In other words, everything that is inside this hole has been designed to destroy me. Everything that's around this pit is to take my life from me, to extinguish my life from me. And in that destruction, in the middle of that plan, in the middle of that demonic strategy, the Lord extended his hand. The Lord went in and grabbed him by his right hand and drew him out and took him out out of the place and then when he's being taken out he's noticed that his feet are still stuck in the mat in the mud and as his feet are stuck in the mud he's shaking it off he's trying to take get it out and he sees that it's 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 like it's it's like separating and he comes out and he's he's still muddy but he comes out and then you the lord finds a place to set him on and then he sets him on a rock he puts him on a secure place he places him on a place that is secure a place where He's not sinking anymore. A place where that evil destruction has no valid authority to be at. He is above his destruction. He's above the pit. And he says that the Lord drew me out. The Lord took me out. 
And after he took me out, he placed me. He positioned me. The Lord wants to position you in a place where you can be successful. The Lord wants to position you in a place where you can be victorious. The, but notice, he is the one that does the work. He is the one that does the work. Perhaps you addicted. Perhaps you are in a, in a place where you never thought that you would be in. But he's willing to deliver you. He's willing to take you out of that pit or that muddy place that's trying to just uh, doesn't let you walk securely. But he says, he placed me on a rock and made my steps secure. He makes his steps secure. So the relationship was built. It was not a one moment thing. God took you took me out and forget about you. No, but he says, you made my steps secure. I take step one. I take step two, step three, step four, step six. And the Lord is with me. He placed me on solid ground. He set me forth and made every other step that I take after that one secure. Many of us think that if you have a relationship with God, that he's going to forsake you, that he's going to abandon you. No, he's going to make a way for you. He's going to make a place of security for you. Now, lastly, he says he put a new song in my mouth, a son of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. David said he put a new song in my mouth. There's a lot of joy when you are set free. If you've been incarcerated for 10 years in prison, if you've been incarcerated for five years, you come out. There's a song in your steps. Your whole body sings. There is joy. But when your soul gets delivered, when you get released from whatever addiction, when whatever demonic power had you down, and you get set free, and your and your heart is renewed, there's a new song in your life. And the people who see you will say, Surely, I knew this man was in the pit. I knew this man was, was set to destruction. But someone took him out. And I know who that someone is. The someone is the Lord, oh God, almighty. Hallelujah. The Lord almighty took you out. You see, the enemy has plans. But I'll tell you something. God has plans too. The enemy wants to destroy you. But the God wants to bless you. The enemy wants to push you down. But God wants to lift you up. You know what? Many things have come into my life that have tried to take me out, that try to rub this joy that I have. But I do one thing is when I kneel down and I make a call, Hallelujah. And I call on the Lord. He's ready to receive me. He's ready to take me out. He puts his hand into the mud. He paces me out. He doesn't care. He gets dirty just to take one of his children out. He'll get dirty. He'll say, where are you, my child? He'll take me out and he'll carry me to a place where it's secure and safe. You need security? Come to the Lord. You need direction? Come to the Lord. Just call him today. Call him tonight. Call him at this moment and you'll be set free. The Lord strong and mighty is his name. The Lord mighty in battle is his name. He makes a way out of no way. He is the life, yes. He is the truth, yes. He is the power, yes. Ha hallelujah. He is the light of the world, yes. He is the bread of life, yes. He is the champion, yes. He is the alpha, hey, and the omega. Be blessed. Hallelujah. The Lord strong and mighty is his name. Jesus, I thank you, and I pray that anyone who's heard this word may be blessed. In Jesus' name, 
Roundtable Talks.